It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. It's Tuesday, and we're on for the Journey Through Stuck broadcast on the Divas That Care Network. And you can follow all the amazing women at www.divasthatcare.com. And I'm on for the Tuesday segment with beautiful Amanda. And we're, we're titling this one, Naturally Healthy Living, Father God's Way. And Naturally Healthy Living is a beautiful business started by Amanda, and she gives all kinds of tips on being healthy. But we both also have a major passion towards running our businesses, Father God's Way. And we've, you know, it's been a struggle because you see everything the world is doing, and there's this pull back and forth going back to the word. So we've been seeking it. We're wanting to share our tips about that. And something that came on my heart today, because I was feeling it real time this morning, is about that comparison monster and how you feel like you're not living up and doing things God's way is on a different order and it's on a different schedule and it's listening to him and his prompts and going on faith when you kind of don't see the end. And so I'd ask Amanda for her thoughts on that. And I'm so excited to hear what you have to say, because you always give us such great words of wisdom. So welcome, Amanda. Hey, everyone. Yeah, so I loved this. I love this topic. I love it. And I don't love it because <laughs> it's so true, right? Um, it's so easy to get distracted by what everyone else is doing and feeling like you have to compete with or keep up with what everyone else is doing. And you see people out there saying, you have to do it like this to be successful or you have to take this course or spend this money on this program to be successful. And, you know, and I, I know we've said before, like not all of those things are not helpful, but if we are always looking at what everyone else is doing and listening to everyone else's journey and there and thinking our, our journey and our story has to look like theirs, then we it's going to make it harder to hear where God wants us to go and what he wants us to do. So there's two verses that, that popped into my head when we were talking about um, this topic. And one of them was Proverbs 16, 9, where it says, The heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. Yeah. You know, we can have so many ideas about what we want to do and where we're going to go and all these things. But in the end, it's the Lord that moves us and guides us. And I know in my life when I try to chase after things in my own way or try to, you know, I do that com this comparison game where you say, well, maybe I'm supposed to look like them and do it like that. I just end up being frustrated because God has established a, a plan for me. He has established my steps. and he has given me unique gifts that 
he wants to use in very specific ways. And they're not going to look like this person over there. And they're not going to look like that person over there. And when I'm looking around, I'm forgetting to keep my eyes focused on what God wants me to do and where he wants me to go. The other verse that, um, that I felt like was has been really helpful for me just in a lot of ways is first um, Corinthians two. And this just really speaks to me because I think being discerning is so important. And when we're hearing all of these strategies and these tips and these trainings and everything that's out there, we have to really be discerning about whether that's from the Lord and whether that starts from a biblical worldview, because there's a lot of wisdom out there that says, put yourself first yeah. and, um, you know, whatever you feel like is best, that's what you should do. Yeah. And people out there even saying the Bible isn't true. It's, it's full of errors and contradictions. And, and if you're a Christian, this is your guidebook. This is where you start. You don't start with the world's philosophies and the world's um, strategies. You start with God's word and you find out what God's word says about life and about reality and about truth. We start here. Yeah. <laughs> and then we apply this to everything else that we see and experience. Amen. And so many times we hear all of these clever Thoughts. I mean, people have so many ideas about what's true and about reality and, and they and and just how to interpret morality, right? They have so many ideas about what's right and wrong. But if yep. they're not starting in the word of God, then it's something that they're just coming up with in their own minds. Mm -hmm. And they are piecing together different, you know, philosophical, you know, ideas and and premises, but they're not starting from, they're not, they're just pulling things together. If you're a Christian, we have to start with the word of God. The word of God says that it is God breathed. Amen. The Bible says, if you want to know about God, if you want to know about who God is, this is how he tells us. Amen. There's not anything else out there that says this is from the word of God. And I even was reading yesterday, people were saying, Jesus didn't want to be worshipped. And I was like, what? And then the verse that I read yesterday, my like, I have a verse of, for each day that I try to meditate on. And that verse was Jesus saying, I am the way, the truth, and the life. There is no access to the Father except through me. And I'm like, he doesn't want to be worshipped. Like, he says, I am. He yeah. says, I, me and the Father are one. He is saying, I am God here. Like, yes, he is worthy of our worship and our obedience and our, our um, you know, like our devotion. And he claims that. He claims it over and over again. So um, I'm, I'm thinking about that because it would it might be so easy for us to look at these kinds of people or look at those people that are saying, the Bible's not true. And then look at their success and look at their influence and think, well, if they think this is true and they're doing really well, then maybe there's something to all these other ideas they're coming up with. But as a Christian, we start with the word of God. 
we start with the word of God and that interprets everything else. So in 1 Corinthians 2, um, let's see, it starts with um, 10. It says, these things God has revealed to us through the spirit. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, nor the heart of man imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. Oh. That's 1 Corinthians 2, 9. And that really right there, God has prepared for those who love him. God has prepared a plan. He is intentional. He knows every millisecond, every moment of our day. He knows what's ahead. He knows what's behind. He has prepared good things for us. So, and it says God has revealed to us through his spirit. The spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. There's been a few times just in the last, you know, three or four months where I felt really stuck. Well, I mean, this is kind of your whole topic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I know there's a lot of other people that feel stuck in their business and they think, I'll just read another self-help book. I'll just read another podcast. But go to God and say, God, I need your wisdom. I feel stuck. What do I do next? You see beyond what I can see. You see the, the whole of eternity. You see everything. And I'm just sitting here thinking that I can go to some guy who's like, <laughs> he's going to be here and gone today. You know what I'm saying? Like I have access to the wisdom of the God of the universe. I can tap into that. He wants us to seek him and say, help me see what I need to see. Yes. Help me know what I need to know. Help me see what I'm missing. Bring things to light that are covered. And God says he's going to reveal that stuff to us through his, his spirit. His Holy Spirit lives inside of us, moves us and guides us and can give us wisdom and can help us see things that we can't see. Amen. And there's been times where God has said, um, Amanda, you have a bad attitude about this certain thing. And I'm like, how do you know that? Like no one would know. Nobody would know my attitude. Nobody knows the things that are going into my heart. People say, man, is just happy all the time. She's got it together. She's, you know, she's doing really well. She's super successful. And no one would know that I had an attitude problem. Nobody would know that. But the Holy Spirit helps us, keeps us in check and guides us because he is there and he throws up these red flags. And when we are sensitive to the spirit's voice, we respond and we are repentant and we say, help me. I don't want to have an attitude problem. We don't say, I don't have an attitude problem. We say, oh, you're right. <laughs> like it makes it so clear. This is where you have this attitude problem. We can't try to get away from it. No. So it says um, in 2.11, for who knows a person's thoughts except the spirit of that person, which is in him. So I think these thoughts when I'm, these things I'm feeling are secret, you know, they're hidden away. The Holy Spirit is there. And he says, no, you, you are not allowed to harbor those things. These are things that are toxic. And when we allow the world to influence us, when we try to run after these different strategies or adopt this kind of language or seek worldly wisdom to help us move forward, that is toxic. That is toxic to our heart. It's toxic to our spirit and our relationship with God. And the more we run after this worldly philosophy, the further we get from God's truth. 
So it says, also no one comprehends the thoughts of God except the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, whom that we might understand the things freely given us by God. And some of these things that we've been given by God are our talents, Amen. our abilities, our yeah. knowledge, our passion. Yeah. I might not understand why I'm so passionate about a certain thing. Yeah. That's okay. God <laughs> has given me a purpose and a mission, and I can fully embrace that because I know it is a gift and a blessing from my creator. I don't have to be ashamed of the of the passions, the good passions I have to help people, to serve people, to love people. I don't have to be ashamed of that because God has given me those gifts and to move and to act this way. So who can help me understand my gifts? Who is the best person to go to to help me understand my gifts? Is it the world telling me this is what this means and this is what your personality means and this is what this is what it means to have these strengths? The best person to help me understand who I am is God. Amen. Inside me, he created me. He intentionally gave me the knowledge and the skills and the talents and the blessings that I have in my life. He's the one that can help me understand how to use them. So when we're comparing ourselves to other people, we have to remember that God gave them those unique talents and he's going to work through them to do his purpose in their life on their path and their journey. And God has given me also unique gifting talents knowledge and skills that I can use to bless the people that he's put in my life. But I don't have to worry about what they're doing. God is doing a work on them that is unique and special. And I can cheer them on and encourage them without having to worry about how that's going to affect me because God himself has given me access to wisdom and knowledge from the, the God that created the universe. Amen. So I love it. It's freeing. The word of God frees us. It frees us from comparison and from shame and from doubt and fear because I can trust that the God who created me will also use me to do all the things that he wants me to do. And he will equip me and the gifts that he's given me and the knowledge he's given me is to serve that purpose. And I don't have to worry about what other people are doing. Ah, that's so beautiful. And the first verse that you read the one on we want man wants to plan his way, but God plans his steps. It really I'd heard it a lot. But as you read it, it really struck me because the thing I've always been seeking is I have a plan. I want to know all these right, the next one and the next one and the next one. So I can go and do it and check it off my list and then go do what I want to do. But God's like, No, I'm gonna give you a step and you're gonna trust me, and then I'm gonna give you another step, and then you see how he weaves it together. Yeah. It's such a great part of our lives. Yeah. Well, I mean, just us, like looking back over the last year, our connection, who knew, right? Like what a cool thing God was going to do yeah. with this. It's so, so amazing. You know, sometimes we have to just trust and keep moving forward. He shows us the very next step. And we trust that God has given me what I need to walk to take that next step. Now, I don't know where I'm going to be, you know, 15 steps down the road. But right. there's things that he needs to develop in me. There are things he needs to show me in his word. There's wisdom that I need to gain. That I need to learn how to seek him better before I become that person that's ready to be that far down the road. Oh, so beautiful. And it's 
this is so timely and your words have helped me so much. For those out there listening, if you're like, how do you go to the word? Well, the first one is to pick it up, right? If you don't have one, I have lots of copies here and I'd be happy to share a Bible with you. I'll send you one for free. But also there's all kinds of amazing online apps. I go to openbible.info a lot and they you can seek any topic. I literally just seek, just put in there a comparison and all these verses came up about what God is about comparison. I do it with fear and with anxiety. If you're feeling, you wake up in the morning and you feel a certain way and you're like, I woke up on the wrong side of bed or you're beating yourself up or you're feeling really stressed out or you're afraid of that next step, go to the Bible and pick out 10 verses, right? That God says on that topic and look how he changes your life because he's done it for me for sure. Yeah. I love my app that I use is, um, it's just, it's called Bible. It's the Bible app from you version. I don't know if you guys oh, can see that. that one. Yeah. Yeah. And it has plans on here. So you can find plans. If you go to plans, it will um, pull up plans over so many topics, so yeah. many topics. And then it will keep you on track. Have you read your plan today? Have you read? I get a little drop down reminder to go read. The, you're not, you know, it's like you, you, you've read it this many days in a row. Don't miss, don't miss today. You know, you didn't know. <laughs> So I love it. It's like, oh, yes, I need to just read at least getting any part of the word of God in you every day is so important. Maybe you don't have an hour to sit down and read. That's OK. If you can just read one verse and just try to just meditate on that, be intentional, try to think about how that's going to influence your decisions and your your experiences. Um then that's good. That's good. You know, like, don't feel like you have to be an expert and you have to read like an entire book of the Bible, like a little bit, step by step, one verse at a time, you know, it goes a long way. Now, one of the verses for you guys that if, if you keep it in mind, it's 2 Timothy 1.7. I think we talked about this last week, but I, I pray about this one all the time. It's we are not given a spirit of fear and it is a spirit and it will attack you. Right. But of power and of love and of a sound mind. And when I hear or anxiety coming on, I'm like, Father, you promised to give us a sound mind. Can you help me clear this out? Can you help me? Can you understand? Yeah. And he will. He will. Every time you can feel like that stress going away and then the peace starts to come inside of your heart. And you're just like, oh, thank you, God. Yeah. It's just stopping and asking, you know, and not letting our ego get in the way of the good stuff. Yeah. And he's not like, God is not afraid of our questions and our desire to have wisdom. And he wants us to seek him when we feel frustrated and confused. He, I mean, he made us, he knows how, how much help we need. <laughs> you know? Amen. Uh, this has been so beautiful and I always, I look forward to Tuesday and it always blesses my heart and you really lifted me up today in an area that I really needed it. So I go back you. and watch these every week. <laughs> I, love, I just, I love, I, I love hearing again, you know, just even, I, I mean, I don't like watching myself, so, but <laughs> knowing like the word of God has an answer to all of our problems all of the things that we face, all the struggles that we deal with. 
God has given us everything we need for life and godliness in his word. And I'm just, I'm so thankful. So I go back and watch because I need the reminder myself. You know? <laughs> oh, this was so beautiful. I hope you have a blessed day and I look forward to seeing you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye guys. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.